All right, and we're live again. MMA Uncensored, episode eight. Uh, special thank you for Anthony Rumble Johnson for coming on by and hanging out. And we had a great conversation. And uh, I found out me and Anthony are neighbors, which is pretty cool. So I will not tell you where he lives, though. Anyway, guys, uh, I got my second guest of the night. Unbelievable athlete, an Adidas athlete, also international WBC champion, the one and only Alicia Baumgartner, baby. Let's bring her up. Alicia, how you doing? I'm doing good. I just have to give you props for pronouncing my name right because everybody screws it up. Everybody. L listen, if you're dropping, are you talking about first name or last name? First name. Okay, Alicia. Yeah, that's how you say it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, what are they calling you, Alicia? Yes. It's, uh, it's so I'm like, come on, y'all. Get it together. Let's go. This is, we got Alicia Keys. That's That's cool. You know, but we have Alicia Baumgartner. And and I like the spelling of your name, too. It's very unique, I think. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. So thank you for being a guest on MMA Uncensored, our eighth episode. And so you are a pioneer guest, which is pretty cool. And you're, um, I got to say, pretty amazing. I, I follow you on Instagram, and I really want my followers to know who you are in case they don't know uh, because they need to know. I think uh, – women's boxing uh i think it needs to be seen more you know and i think you're that that athlete very marketable uh and a very good athlete and a great fighter uh that i think could really propel women's boxing to the next level so i wanted to give you the the floor what have you been doing during this uh quarantine to stay busy what's been going on in your life yeah, so during this time, I think it's important that we stay active, um, especially being an athlete. I, I can't sit in the house too long. I have to do something. So um, me and the guys, we meet up, we go work out. We had a run today. Um, we've been able to stay in the gym, you know, just a group of us. And, you know, I've been able to stay active and um, I love it. And I've also been able to eat some awesome food. I went on a raw vegan diet. Oh. Um, just, you know, just to maintain my weight. And um, I was like, I can't get too big during this time off. So I'm like, <laughs> this chance to, you know, cleanse myself and, you know, feed my body some good things. And so everything's been going well. You know, I've been trying to make the best out of it. Mm -hmm. So That's great. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of people in quarantine, uh, it, it's like, yeah, even if you're a professional athlete, you know, that you have that time, you have a lot of time on your hands, you know? So it's it's definitely good to use it wisely. What kind of what kind of vegan food were you eating to to kind of keep the the weight off? Yeah, so I've just been doing literally fruits and vegetables mm -hmm. and smoothies. So no bread, no sugar, just all clean foods, mm -hmm. you know, and I feel so good. I feel energized. I feel sometimes I got to like wind myself down cuz I got too much energy. So I love <laughs> it. I totally recommend it. Um I don't know if you've seen Game Changers on Netflix, but no, I haven't. It's a great, it's a great uh, documentary about um, athletes, bodybuilders. Mm -hmm. They have a few different on there who switch to a plant-based diet. Okay. And they talk about just the the positives in it. So it's pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, it's funny you say smoothies because I literally last week I just started buying fruits and vegetables because I feel like I haven't had enough of that, and I've been making smoothies too, and it's like the best thing. I think I'm gonna yeah. stick with that. Mm -hmm. awesome. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. So. So where are you from originally? You from what state? I'm from Ohio. Ohio originally. Okay. Mm -hmm. The Midwest. 
Midwest, yeah. Yes, that's awesome. So, so you grew up a boxing fan? Actually, um, I grew up not really a boxing fan. It, it has always been in my family, mm-hmm. but I started wrestling first. Okay. So that was my first sport, and then I transitioned into boxing. Wow. Okay. So um, did they have like a, a wrestling team that you were on when you were a kid? Yeah. So I biddy okay. wrestled for a little while, and uh-huh. then um, I wrestled in middle school. I was the first girl to wrestle in middle school. So I'm wow. like, yeah, let me do it, you know? And I won the GLL tournament, which is like a really big tournament in Ohio. I won um, the women's nationals three times. Um, So wrestling has been my first sport, my first background, my first everything. And then at eight, I transitioned into boxing. Wow. So who who got you into these sports? Was it something you wanted to do or your parents? Yeah, my dad. He he wanted to get me into it. You know, I've I've always had the talent. Um, So, you know, they wanted to make sure that I was using that the best of my ability. So, you know, let's put her in wrestling. <laughs> so it, it was awesome. That's amazing. And look, we have uh, Trevor Peter said, uh, my six-year-old daughter wants to box and I've showed her videos of Alicia on YouTube. This is surreal. Do your thing. That's cool. That's awesome. Thank See, you. you got fans. I love it. I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. We got into wrestling. You know, it's funny. I was uh, just had another interview. We were talking about wrestling as a kid, you know, eight years old. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's really cool how you transitioned into that. So eight years old boxing. What was that like for you as a, as a little kid, like get getting in there and, and learn how to box? Yeah. So, you know, being in wrestling, that was like a male dominant sport. So, mm-hmm. you know, that gave me that, you know, um, that grit, that competition, that, you know, I am superior just as yeah. much as a guy is. So when I went to the boxing gym again, that's a, another male-dominated sport. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I've, I've kind of been familiar with the surrounding. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I did everything the guys did. And it, it was never, well, she's a girl, let's treat her different. So, you know, I was I was made for it. That's amazing. So when was your, uh, I guess, so you, you did a lot of training at eight. When did you uh, have your first uh, amateur fight? I want to say it was eight years old. Yep. It was eight. Yeah. You can start um, fighting at eight. So I remember it. Right out the gate. (laughs) Just so little, just going in there and just throwing out these little punches. I literally, (laughs) from I think my first 10 fights, they were all stopped in the first round because I would just go out there and just. You were dropping bombs. Dropping bombs. I'm telling you, it was. the bomb was supposed to happen later in the professional career. <laughs> <laughs> See, you peaked you peak very quickly. That's amazing. Right. So, like, um, so how many, I guess, uh, how many amateur fights did you have in, in total or roughly? Yeah, so I had 165 amateur fights, okay. which is pretty well for a girl. Um, you know, I took fights that girls were bigger than me, had mm-hmm. more fights than me because it was so hard to get a fight that I just wanted to fight. And so right. – my coach was confident in me to throw me in there. Incredible. I had a pretty good background. That 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 experience helped me transition to um, mm-hmm. the pro pro rank. So. And how old were you when you turned pro? I was twenty two. Okay. And you came on strong. I mean, right out the gate. I mean, uh, were you, when you 20- won the title, what's that? It was twenty three. 
looking this track of time. Like, I'm about to be 26. Oh, my gosh. Do I remember? It's, it's crazy. I'm about to be 37. Don't even talk to me right now. <laughs> Th things hurt that never hurt before. It's kind of weird. Just trying to, just trying to stay with it. <laughs> Those fruits and vegetables are healthy, I promise. I'm gonna talk. We're gonna talk again, and I'm gonna wait a couple of months to give you my update on the fruits and vegetables, and I'll tell you how I've been feeling. Awesome. I'm, okay. I'm gonna put it to the test and see. So you came. So you came out hot out the gate, you know, in your professional career. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, your sixth pro fight, you won the championship. Mm -hmm. It was okay. So you're six and zero oh at that time. So mm -hmm. you know, what was that like for you? You know, okay, I've been doing this since I'm eight years old, and now I'm a professional, and I just won a world title. I mean, what was that like for you? Um, it was it was awesome. It was mm -hmm. definitely um, a time that. Um, what it, it it wasn't so common for someone to get like a, a title shot at mm -hmm. six and zero, and so you know I I was excited. You know I trained hard for that fight. It was in Philly. Um, mm -hmm. It was a great crowd. It was my first eight round fight against a tough opponent, a well experienced fighter, yeah. and it just really I would say that gave me an eye opener mm -hmm. um, to what was more to come, and so that was just a taste of that. Amazing stuff. And now you're uh, nine and one, six knockouts. So you got knockout power as well, and a high percentage of knockouts. So uh what when did you realize that you had developed this punching power? At a young age. Yeah. At a young age. Probably when I like when I wrestled, like I was really slamming boys on the mat. <laughs> I was double, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> It's, it's just natural natural um, strength that I have. And so as I've grown and, and gotten older, it's mm -hmm. it's um, gotten better with just the mechanics of throwing the punch correctly and using, you know, your legs. And so there's so much more power that I can um, definitely put towards. So it's just a working process. So I love to see it, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. And then, of course, the speed, you know, that, that, that really helps with power and – uh, yeah, I, you know, I think it, it's incredible for, you know, for women's sports, you know, uh, obviously we see in mixed martial arts, UFC, even, you know, bare knuckle fighting, um, you know, women are really getting a lot of attention uh, and they're putting on amazing shows and they're training their asses off, you know, and uh, I'd like to see boxing get into that. You know, I feel like you're a trailblazer for the women's division. You know, that's why I'm so happy to have you on this podcast tonight. And, you know, I want I want to see this uh, women's boxing propel to the level that it deserves to be, especially, you know, seeing the way mixed martial arts is nowadays. So we want to, you know, we want to see that. Where do you see the women's uh, boxing division going, you know, from today moving forward? Um, I definitely see it progressing. Before COVID mm -hmm. happened, we had a lot of, there was quite a few fights lined up um, right. uh, for championships. So those fights got put on hold. But I definitely see it progressing. I feel as if, if the promoters do a better job with promoting it, we'll mm -hmm. see a lot more. I think it would be great to actually have a show, just a women's card on an MMA card so they can get, like all the women on there and then the women, I think that'd be pretty dope just because yeah. I think people want to see women's boxing, but mm -hmm. it's not talked about as much and it's not promoted as much as MMA, right. um, you know, so. Yeah. I'd like to see it too. Uh, I think an all women's event would be a great idea, especially like, you know, 
because now everybody has an opportunity to showcase themselves and people could see what it's all about, you know. And I, I've seen, you know, I've seen Leila Ali fight, obviously, you know, I've seen your fights and, you know, and not to compare you guys, but, you know, just the, the level of competition is there, you know, and it's entertaining for the common fan. And it's also entertaining for, you know, fans that have fight experience. So, yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool, all women's event. And um, do you think that's something that could get set up in the future? Um, yeah, you know, they did have a card. I think it was mm -hmm. in Georgia. They had a girls card, but again, it wasn't televised. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't like known for everybody to see. And that's the biggest thing. There's so many women with so much talent that um, the the viewing is so limited that you only hear of a Clarissa Shields or a Katie Taylor because those are the ones that are being promoted. But there's mm -hmm. plenty of other women out there with different stories and, um, you know, different talent that yeah. they have to offer to the sport. So once they start recognizing those women and, you know, we talk and uplift those women, you know, we can see a big, a change in it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I got another, I got a question here and I think this is geared towards uh, Trevor's daughter. Um, Alicia at eight years old, what motivated you to continue and push to where you are at right now? Uh, what motivated me was um, the long-term, what I thought about long-term. Mm -hmm. I knew at eight years old that I, I was destined for something. I, would, I knew that I, I had a job um, mm -hmm. and I knew that it was going to require sacrifice. So when I did get into middle school, when I did get into high school, the, you know, the parties and the hanging out, mm -hmm. it wasn't going to be for me because I was so sacrificed. I was dedicated in, in sacrificing um, that time and putting that in the gym. Mm -hmm. So I knew that there was going to be a bigger picture and I knew I wanted more for myself. I didn't just want an average life. I knew that I was great at something. As long as I have the work ethic, the mindset to, to be dedicated to do it, you know, I can do it. Mm -hmm. So at, at 25, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Like, I'm like, wow, I'm following my dreams and everybody can follow their dreams and I'm doing it. And it, it's, it's awesome. I'm blessed every day to do that. You are blessed. And, you know, it's amazing. Like, I, lo I love talking to people like you. And when I say like you, I mean people that are motivated and they, they have worked hard to find the success that they have. Because I feel like a lot of people like that are trying to obtain a goal, they don't realize sometimes, and myself included at one point in my life, like how important it is to sacrifice and work hard in order to, to get to your goals. Although young, you know, 23-year-old champion – you, you, you've been through the trenches, you know, you've been doing this since you're eight, you know, so it's great. I want people to know this uh, about you. And like, for you, like, who is the like person in your life that was the biggest motivator or inspiring person in your personal life that, you know, constantly pushed you even like when you felt like down and out? You know, I would say, you know, I get that question a lot. And sometimes I don't really think about it. But when I think about it, I can just say my surroundings is what motivated me, you know, where I come from, right. um, who I am, just being a woman in this world, being a woman mm -hmm. in a male dominant um, sport. I just knew that, you know, I gotta make, I gotta make something for myself. Like, again, like a lot of people don't know my backstory, but just, you know, my, my father being, you know, a potential professional baseball player and, you know, it didn't go his, his way. You know, and I'm like, man, I, I don't want to be that woulda, shoulda, coulda 
person. Yeah. I know that I, I'm great. Like I, I can do this. <laughs> so a lot of my backstory and my um, surroundings growing up motivated me to be where I want to be today. So it's amazing. Yeah. So your your dad uh, was he in like a farm system for a professional team? Um. So th- my my dad, um, his whole his whole family was in, in um, boxing. So okay. my father. So there's a difference that. My biological father is my father, and then my dad right. is my dad, who's, who's been in my life since a young age, and who's put me in boxing. So cool. That's backstory. People don't really know about it. Oh, but that's yeah. pretty. No, that's pretty cool. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, actually, have oh, this is a cool question. Yeah, let's see what this has to say. So Trevor loves you. Uh, he said, "Will you ever go to UFC or stay in boxing?" And you have a house full of young girls who are fans of yours. Yeah, so I'll never say never. I never thought I would go pro. I, I told myself I'll never go pro. I wanted to go to the Olympic route and do do that. That didn't go my way. So I'm like, dang, well, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep going wherever this takes me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a chance to run track in, in college, but I chose boxing. And then, um, you know, so I can never say never. So if UFC comes up, then, you know, why not? I do have a wrestling background. and I That's was, right. Um, you know, just do it one time for the one time. Maybe do like a Mayweather and uh, McGregor fight with one of the the big top girls over there. So I like I like to fight. I'm competitive, so why not? I like that. You're you know how to sell. I love it. See, that's what I like to hear. So if you were to transition to UFC, who would you would like? Who would you want to fight? Who would you see yourself fighting? Would be a um, dream match for you. Who's who? Um, interesting. Whoever the top girl is. Okay. What's your, what is your uh, fighting weight? I fight at 130. That's some good competition there. But, you know, I, I'm not sure. Is the same weight class is the same for boxing? Is there a 35 weight class or a 40? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so you, you could. 40. Let's see who's in. Uh, I can't think off the top of my head, but we'll say like a 135-pound division. Let's take a look and see. I'm just curious now because now you got me all fired up. <laughs> so there's a uh, this uh, featherweight. Mm-hmm. So let's see who's it. Yeah, I'll take a look at featherweight. But uh, yeah, so there you could definitely you could definitely do it. Oh, look at that. Amanda! Somebody saying Amanda Nunez. Ooh. She she what weight does she? Uh, I don't know. Let me take a look and see. Look. Just like how I tell him in the boxing in the boxing game, I'll fight anybody. Because you're a fighter, and fight is fight. I'm a fighter. I, I, you know, they want to see a good competitive fighter. You know, I'll give you that. Damn right. That's. I think that's what everybody wants to see from a fighter. You know, I think that's uh, that's that's super important. Uh, let's see. So one third. Yeah, Nunez. So yeah, you got Holly Holm in there. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of, yeah, Juliana Pena is a I lot think of. I Holly Holm would be a good one. You know, she she transitioned, transitioned from boxing to MMA. And um, I think that would be pretty dope because she was a great boxer. She was. So, great fighter, too, in general. Fighter, yeah. So. Call out right now. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Call it out. It's going viral tomorrow morning. Done. Okay. Holly Holm. Holly Holm, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think it would be pretty cool. Uh, I, I think the the transition, like that crossover fighting, 
Um, you know, a, a lot of people say it's not good. A lot of people like it, you know, but I think money wise, definitely. And I think that, you know, the talent is there for, you know, for both, you know, both fighting styles. So, I mean, why not, you know? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. All right, so now, now we know. If we didn't know, now we know. Now you I'm, know. <laughs> so, like, so, um, all right, so that's pretty interesting that you would transition to UFC. But 25 years old, I mean, do you feel like you still have a lot more to prove in, in women's boxing? I have a lot to prove in women's okay. boxing. I have not touched the surface at all. I, I'm just uh, a quick preview that – for a lot of people, I would say just even the stuff online, those are just, you know, those are previews. Like I haven't even seen me yet. And so I just know that there's so much more of me. Um, and so that excites me as, as a fighter and what I have um, to push myself to. So, yeah, I got I got a lot, a lot to do um, in this sport and then, you know, make my mark, make my my uh, my history in women's boxing. So. Yeah, I think uh, I think there's a, there's definitely a lot more for you, and you know, at 25 years old, I mean, your career is, is in the beginning stages, you know, so there's there's a lot more left, uh, definitely. And who who would you like? Is there anybody in your crosshairs that you'd? I know you say you want to fight anybody, but is there any particular person that you really want to get in the ring with? Um, yeah, just any of the top girls in the in the mm -hmm. top weight class, whoever has a world title, right. Um, you know, there's uh, Michaela Mayer, who's with top rank. There's a Katie Taylor. There's um, Amanda Serrano. Just any of the top girls that are in um, those weight classes from 130 to, to 40, I would love to fight. Um, Cecilia Brinkus, Jessica McCaskill, like any of them girls. Okay. I like it. So, like, um, after you suffered your, your first and only loss of your career, uh, a, what was that like for you? And B, um, you know, what what did you do for yourself to motivate yourself to, you know, to get back up? Yeah, so that fight um, was definitely a wake up call for me, mm -hmm. um, not just as an athlete, but just as a, a, a woman. You know, mm -hmm. just the, the surroundings that you you have and um, in your life really dictate how you move through life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You have distractions, you know, those can mess you up. And um, so that fight had taught me a lot of on that. And then it also taught me, okay, what do we need to work on in the gym? What can we be better at? I did not allow that fight to, to put me in a hole, to make me feel sad. Because in sports, you win some and you lose some. And, and it depends on how you, as a person, want to come back. It just motivated me more. I'm like, okay, bet. Like that happened, okay, that fight is just going to make me better. And that girl um, ended up going on and fighting Katie Taylor and becoming mm -hmm. a two-time world champion. So I, when I did take that fight, you know, she was a great, a great um, opponent to fight as well. But I took it as motivation, all of it. And um, it just showed me that it's important to know your surroundings, the people that you have in your corner mm -hmm. who's for you and not that can distract you um, from what's at task. It's so important. Um, boxing's a lonely sport. So, you know, you're by yourself most of the time. So it's important that you keep your mind, you know, straight and um, you, you know what your, your task is at hand, so. And uh, it's, 
also important, like you said, that the circle of people that you have, you know, because those are those are all the surrounding. That's the surrounding energy that you have in your life. So, is your circle like do you feel like a tight, small circle? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, I, I can count them on my fingers, and and I'm fine with that. I'm fine. Right. I don't need a lot of people. I need the people that are genuine, caring for me, right. and want to see me win, and as much as I want to see them win too. What about like, um, like growing up watching boxing on TV? Who were some inspiring boxers that you were like, wow, like I, th I totally want to do this now because of these people? Yeah, um, you know, Mike, Mike Tyson, one of them. Like, I'll just we'll love Mike. I'm feeling like any type of downness, I'll just put a Mike Tyson twin knockout clip on, and Done. I just get re revamped up. You know, yep. um, like Tyson, Mayweather, of course. Um, you know, Canelo, mm -hmm. um, just, you know, some of the just top fighters, um, some of the old fight, old school fighters, um, just a lot of people, you know, who who come from who have a story like mine or who's coming up and, you know, went through went through the grind. And, mm. you know, so um, those are some of the few fighters. Tyson always comes up. It's and so Anne like Wolf. I forgot about her and Okay. Against Vonda Ward. Have you seen that fight? No, I haven't, but I'm going to watch it now. When you see that fight, you're going to yeah. be like, oh my gosh. That fight uh, right there, it's the first round. That's all you got to see. And that was Ann Wolf versus Vonda Ward. So Ann Wolf kind of reminds me of myself, her build, <laughs> her arms and stuff. That was a good fight. So I'm going to check that out. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, I, and speaking of, like you said, your arms, I, I've watched your uh, workout videos on the beach and stuff, and, yo, see, I'm actually jealous because I can't even work out like that. I mean, you kill it. You, it's my it's incredible. Big, bro, My arms are big. And a lot of people think I live weights, but I kid you not, I've been, I was literally born like this. I have a picture when I was like five with my arms looking cut up. And they just, they were asking my parents, like, what are you doing to this girl? Like, I was really just naturally built. So I, you know, it just tells more to my story. And, um, you know, my muscles tell a story. That's what I say. So they certainly do. And they were telling me a story because I was like looking at myself, like, yo, you got to, you got to hit the waist, bro. Man, a lot of push ups back in the day. I did. <laughs> I believe. When did you start like working out, working out? Like, w was it super young too, incorporated with the boxing training or? I mean, shoot, from, I would say like strictly, I mean, when I first at eight with boxing, because mm -hmm. boxing was so just strict, you know, you had to be ready for your fight. Wrestling was good conditioning as well, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, the boxing definitely, you know, we were we were doing push-ups and guy push-ups. My coach, I walked in, he was like, "No girl push-ups here." Set <laughs> so. toes up, all the way down, all the way up. Yep, we did sixty a day. Every day was sixty push-ups. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that, and that's a lot for a kid. Yeah, yeah. we were in that in there working, <laughs> working. <laughs> so where where do you uh, train now? Um, I train in Detroit. Okay. Mm -hmm. I train in Detroit now. So nice. Um, and that, and you're sponsored by Adidas. I am. Yeah. That is so cool. How did that come about? Yeah. So quick backstory. I spoke it into existence when I first turned pro. Um, my my uh, sports PR um, approached me, 
And I told him, I was like, I want to be signed with Adidas. Like I love Adidas. Um, I want to be with Adidas. And two years later that ended up happening. I'm just like, wow, that's awesome. And so I've been able to um, shoot with them. Um, yeah, the actually, videos are so cool that they did for you. Aren't they? Yeah. Um, I went to Ohio the other day and I went into Dick's Sporting Goods and I see me. And I knew I had did this shoot oh, like last cool. year and they're like, yeah. you know, it's going to be Dick's Sporting Goods. And I haven't seen it yet. Like people would tag me in it. Yeah. But I, when I see me, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's me. And I was so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like I finally got to see me in Dick's Sporting Goods. I'm like, that's awesome. What a feeling. Such an accomplishment. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm so blessed. Did you tell anybody, hey, that's me up there? No, I literally had a hat on. Like, I think if I wore my hair out like this, how I usually do, because at the picture, I look like this. I think people would be like, I think that's her. But I had a hat on and everything. I was kind of staying like low key because I was like, wow, that's so cool. But I plan to go back <laughs> just to sure. look at it again take a picture next to it so, <laughs> if that was me i'd be like standing under it like on my phone like just like <laughs> acting like i'm on the phone with someone until somebody notices me you know that because i would do something <laughs> stupid like that yeah i'm like that's crazy it was so awesome seeing that so you know that that relationship was built um mm -hmm. and it's still there and i i just i love adidas you know i like what they represent and um i'm really thankful to be a part of um, the Adidas family. Yeah, it's so cool. I, I mean, I'm wearing their sneakers right now. I love Adidas. I've been wearing it forever. Um, so, like, did they just call you and reach out to you, or you have like a management team and and they set that up for you? Yeah. So I had a PR um, mm -hmm. who was able to reach out and set that relationship up, and then uh, we just went there. I went to New York. I went to LA, um, George, or Atlanta. So I've been able to travel and, um, you know, be part of that. So that was just awesome. That is oh, pretty amazing. And I got my fighting gloves, too. These are actually the gloves. I didn't show anybody yet, but I'll show you. These are going to be my next fight gloves um, oh. for the fight. Those um, are nice. I like that silver and, and blue. That's a nice combo. Yeah. So you got to see it first. Yes, I feel so special. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is so cool. And then yeah. what, when is your next fight scheduled? Um, you know, nothing planned yet. We were yeah. supposed to fight at um, Motor City Casino in Detroit. That okay. was going to be the last fight in March. So mm -hmm. hopefully we can get that rescheduled depending on how things are moving along right. with this um, COVID. So we'll see. Yeah. Do you think like boxing will adapt what UFC did with the empty arenas? Yeah, it will. Um, they're definitely doing that. There's going to be a few fights in um, June that they're oh, already talking about doing. Eddie Hearn wants to do a show in his backyard <laughs> somewhere in his facility. I'll, I'll live stream it. <laughs> I'll go out there <laughs> right. and do it. Right. So he he's he's already thinking ahead of the game. So you know we got to get back to it. You know we you know we're all stuck in the house. We want to watch our sports. And, um, you know, I'm fine with that, with, with not fighting with the crowd. I'm cool with that as long as I'm staying active and, right. you know, build my record. So that's true. And, uh, so yeah, it sucks too. Cause this, every, this whole disease thing really, you know, screwed everything up. And I say that in the most sensitive, caring way possible, but sports wise, you know, it, it put a hiccup on everything. And, uh, you know, I definitely want to see something happen in boxing because, I mean, you know, the last, I think the last boxing match I watched was 
Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. What a you great know? fight. Oh, my. Crazy. Man, that fight was so awesome. Just the, from the entrance, from the build-up, from the crowd to the, the walkouts. It was awesome. It was like honestly watching a movie, like from the first fight, the way it was so close, the knockdown. He Tyson Fury got up like the freaking Undertaker in the last round, and it was a draw. And both fighters were cool with it. And now here we go again. You know, like we're gonna make a decision. We're gonna decide now who's gonna win. And did you expect Tyson Fury to be as good as he was? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I know. I know. Um, Tyson Fury's background. You know, yeah. he, he's he's a boxer, man. And, and Old school gypsy style. A, you know, Stewart. And so, you know, just that alone right there already tells you something. And so, yeah, I definitely, definitely seen that coming. And his style changed, too, because if you notice, like, he was more like Ali rope-a-dope in the first fight. You know, he was getting inside, bobbing and weaving. He was making Wilder miss. And Wilder was coming over the top pretty heavy with his right. And Fury read that the entire fight you know mm -hmm. obviously when wilder caught him because he's so powerful you know he was able to land that shot knock him down but the second fight tyson fury was totally he was a boxer the second fight you know you saw that difference you know he picked the shots he was poised so yeah like when i saw him come out like that first round i was like oh that's a, this is different yeah. and uh yeah he he yeah, won he won first fight. Plan, um going into that that second fight so mm. Okay. You think so now that they're talking about Joshua and Fury now for unification uh, match? What do you think about that? I definitely got Tyson Fury um, winning them as well. I feel it's like okay. uh, Joshua's a little more amateurish, just a tad, little bit. Like he he's he's gotten his last fight was better because he boxed, but mm -hmm. you're going in there with Tyson Fury. End of story. So we'll see how that how that goes down. But I definitely yeah. got. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that'll, that'll be a pretty good fight. I got another uh, question for you, too. Uh, what is the toughest thing about being a female boxer? The toughest thing is being your own voice, but knowing that it's important to be your own voice. Hmm. If I don't if I don't voice anything, then nothing's going to happen as far as, hey, I think I should get paid more for this fight or, hey, I think that um this fight deserves a title fight or hey i think this fight deserves some promotion mm -hmm. um so just you know it, it's that's one way of it being tough but i know it's necessary so very true do you feel like social media is has been helpful for you to to promote yourself and to promote your fights and and things like that definitely has it, it's definitely um has helped. And that's one thing I understand as an athlete, as a product, um, as a businesswoman, we have to promote ourselves, you know, mm -hmm. even more. And so if we don't have a promoter backing us, like a big promoter, then we got to do it ourselves. And so that's what I try to do. And, um, you know, I've reached quite a few followers and, you know, that's all from organic growth or like organic followers. And I, I can't believe how much it's grown from just this past week, like 3,000 followers. I'm like, wow, that's wild. Where are these people coming from? Like, so I hope, I hope, I hope I had something to do with that from MMA yeah, on Saturday. You cool. did. I, cool. I got some followers from that way and um, just seeing it grow. I remember it was, uh, I think, 2000, the beginning of 2019 in January, I was at 10,000 followers. 
-hmm. And so just to see it grow from there to now, I'm just like, wow, it's awesome. And I just want to reach more people and let them know um, who I am and what I represent. And so that's why I wanted to get back in the ring because I'm a fighter first. I know a lot of people are like, oh, you're you're a model and this, this and that. And I mean, that's cool and all, but I'm really a fighter. Like I, I live for this. It's my passion. So mm -hmm. um, I want people to know know that side of me as well. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'd be happy to, you know, promote you and share your stuff because, you know, I, th I really want to see the women's division, you know, make some waves, you know, and I, I see you doing that. And that you said you were into modeling as well. I mean, I guess you call it modeling. I just like, I just like, you know, doll myself up, you know, yeah. selfies. <laughs> People call it modeling. I just call it self care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Self quarantine care, smoothies, and modeling fix. There's nothing wrong yeah. with it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I'm gonna start after I start drinking all these smoothies in a couple of months. We're gonna, I'm gonna trim up a little bit. Maybe I'll do some modeling picks too. Yeah, I'm telling you, it makes you feel good. You start seeing results. You're like, man, yeah. I got, I got to show these people what this stuff does. You know, so it all goes hand in hand. I'm at the beaches have, have opened in Florida, so I may have to, I may have to go out there. We'll see what happens. I need to go to Florida. <laughs> I was gonna actually go there before all this COVID happened, and then. <laughs> Changed my mind, but I plan to go back down to Florida. That is like my second home. I love Florida. My cool. um, manager is from Florida. Um, my second, my other trainers from down there. So Florida mm -hmm. is like my second home. I've been in Florida plenty of times. Love it there. Where do love you uh, stay and train when you're in Florida? Um, West Palm area. Ah, that's, that's my hood. Pahokee. Okay, yeah. Palm yeah, what? Pahokee. Yep. Pahokee. <laughs> yeah, it's so little, but um, there uh, I usually go there, but West Palm area. So I love it. I love Florida. I love the heat. Yeah, me too. I, I need yeah. to go there. Yeah, you do. You got to come down. I'm, West Palm's my area. You know, that's where yeah. that's okay. where I'm headquartered at, and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I love it down here. I think it's great. A lot of fighters down here. It's a good fight state. You know, there's a lot of sanctioning going on i mean you know bare knuckle doesn't have they never really had a hard time in florida from what i've heard and that's good you know so maybe you'll get some fights in florida that'd be kind of cool yeah my like i mentioned my um manager nelson lopez is from cool guy by the way yeah and i so haven't formally met him but we communicate on ig a little bit here and there uh but i've had i have seen him in the background and bare knuckle uh because i've done some events over there and uh he seems like everybody likes this guy he's like a cool dude yeah yeah he said some cool things about, some nice things about you he's like oh that's a good day i'm gonna be watching so i'm like okay bet all right um, shout out <laughs> yeah um so yeah hopefully you know we can get a fight down in florida i definitely got a small fan base down there um you know be able to travel and, and fight and you know show everybody the bomb yeah, we gotta drop some bombs. I'll, I'll I'll be there if you're fighting down here in Florida. I mean, that's a hop and a skip for me. So we could do some cool live interviews and, and say, hey, look, you gotta check out Alicia Baumgartner because she's dropping bombs and she's the champ. And that's what yeah. we want to do. Yes, appreciate it. I'm always down. Always down to do an interview again. Thank you for mm -hmm. including me on this call. Oh, it was my pleasure. So happy to have you on. And anything else that you'd like to share to listeners or any aspiring uh, young lady boxers out there? Yeah. Um, 
my advice and anything I can do to motivate somebody is, you know, always keep pushing to be better each and every day. You can have two days that would knock you down, but that next day could be the one to uplift you and get you through the week. Um, you know, as a, as a as a fighter, I've been through ups and downs and, you know, took a loss and been in situations. I'm just like, man, I don't know about this anymore. But it was always that next day. And I'm like, you know what? I got to keep pushing. So always keep pushing. Be your, be your biggest fan because at the end of the day, it's you. That's all you got is you and you got this. So you got to keep this right so everything else follows. So just keep pushing and being better and, and being, being your biggest fan and keeping, keeping you know, the, the reason why I eat the way I eat is because it protects um, my temple. And I, my temple is, is my engine and I got to keep my engine going and feeling it when I get in the ring. It's performance. You know, mm -hmm. so that's another thing. You know, when you eat good, you feel good. So it goes all hand in hand. So you got cool. that. I love it. Those are great words, and, and thank you for sharing that. And I, I, you know, I know Trevor's in here, and and he's a fan, and he's and he's watching. He's got a little daughter that's trying to box, and you know, I hope that hits home, and I hope it hits home for you know any young lady that's watching this because uh, I think it's a it's a great message that that you just delivered. So thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing. Yes. For the young girls out there, you know, being in those, those being in wrestling, being in boxing, two male dominant sports, just know that it makes you even more just stronger as a woman that you're able to defend yourself and you're able to do everything they can do. And I know it's always just a, it's always split in half. Well, this and that. And it's like, no, like we're coming together. The guys actually helped me prepare for my fight. So I'm thankful for them. And then they also know not to put their hands down because I'm a crack up. So, you That's know, right. it goes hand in hand. <laughs> so just know, Ooh. like, you are, us women are strong individuals and, um, you know, we can be awesome. So just keep pushing. I love it. Yeah. Alicia, thank you so much for being on the podcast tonight. Absolute pleasure talking to you and thank you for your message and let's stay in touch. Uh, we'll definitely uh, link up again for sure. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure, Alicia. You have a great night. You too. Thank you. You got it. And that's a wrap folks. MMA uncensored episode eight. It was a wild night tonight. Tonight we would, we were hopping around tonight, you know, but, uh, it was pretty cool. We had Anthony rumble Johnson on live here, uh, at, at my place here. And that was really cool to sit down with him and, and talking about his uh, UFC return, which is going to be very exciting. And, of course, uh, the beautiful, talented, and just flat-out awesome Alicia Baumgartner. Check her out. Amazing, amazing athlete. Uh, so thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Uh, it was a little different tonight, but, uh, you know, there's going to be more different things like that coming now that COVID-19 is – and we're phasing out of it and we're allowed back out in public again. Um I just uh, want to let you guys know, stay tuned, because we got the coolest shit coming up with athletes, MMA, boxing, wrestling. We're talking live, live, live stuff like you have never seen before. It's going to be so exciting. So the podcast is great. I love the podcast. I always do the podcast, but we are evolving quickly. So stay tuned, guys. Thank you so much. Enjoy your Tuesday night, and we'll see you next time.